Hello, I am Countess Retro. And I'm Jiffer. And together we are... A couple of retrogrades. This episode is Funko's Part 2, and we are going to be talking about some facts about Funko Pops. And last episode we were just talking generally about them, but this yeah. is going to be a bit more specific. We're going to be talking about the how they originated, we're going to be talking about weirdest, most wonderful, most expensive, etc. Exactly. Yes. yes, so to start with, the Funko Pop line was actually inspired by Big Boy. Now, we're in the UK and we don't have this here. What is Big Boy? I wasn't what sure. What is Big Boy? Yeah, I'd never heard of it. I believe it's like a fast food chain. Like, and the big boy is a huge, well, a big, a big boy, boy, basically. Is it like from Austin Powers when he's at the end, when you're making all these um, words for penis and he goes past a big boy? I'm sure it is. <laughs> yeah, I think so. It's holding a plate, isn't yes. it? With one hand. Yes. Yeah. yeah, that's the big boy. Right. And um, Funko was inspired by that. And I'm glad it was that and not something like Ronald McDonald, really. Who's terrifying. Who's terrifying, yeah. It was originally made by Mike Becker mm-hmm. out Legend. of his uh, yes, out of his garage, his toy filled garage. And in nineteen ninety eight he created the first figurine of Big Boy. And he absolutely loved making that figurine. So he made other figures. So he was creating quite American perhaps things. Yeah, wasn't it based on like cereals and stuff? And yeah. Like advert icons and things at first. General Mills That's cereal. It. Yeah, and he did quite a few characters from that. Mm. So there was, uh, what are the characters from that? Oh, I don't know. There's Golden a vampire one, crunch, I think. Golden Go Home Crunch thing or something. I yeah, there's... there's... <laughs> <laughs> but he um, concentrated on ones themed more around sort of uh, banks, I believe. Puppets and bobbleheads was his sort of first ones. Yeah, it was Wacky Wobblers, wasn't it? Yes, it was, yeah. But originally, before he did all this, he actually was a T-shirt designer. So it was quite a step from, you know, creating T-shirt imagery to creating these actual figures. So never give up on your dreams. Exactly. But then in 2005, the company was purchased by a guy called Brian Mariotti. And he became the CEO mm-hmm. of Funko, or what would become Funko. But it was a slow process initially to build up the popularity in the brand. Yeah. And it did take, I think, several years for it to Didn't take off. did people hate Funkos at first when they... Probably. I think they probably thought they were quite hideous. Yeah. <laughs> because I think they were shown at, the, at one of the um, Comic-Cons and they were absolutely yeah. hated. Sure yeah, that was actually... They were first debuted, the proto- first prototypes, which were Marvel. I believe there was a Green Lantern, there was a Batman. Mm. And those were actually debuted at the San Diego Comic-Con in 2010. Which I would love to go to. Yes, so would I. And the brand name that they actually came up with at first was uh, Funko Force 2.0. Right. Which apparently people hated and it never really took off, which is not surprising. It's quite a mouthful really, isn't it? But... Apparently, while they were there, they did notice that women were taking quite a lot of interest. Girl power! <laughs> yeah. They so were... basically, women are responsible <laughs> for Funko's uh, popularity. Yeah, they, they did notice a lot of uh, a lot of women were taking a lot of notice in these figures. Yeah. 
And from that stemmed the name Funko Pop. Now, I don't know what that has to do with women specifically, but apparently that's where it sort of came from is this kind of, you know, pop kind of theme. Yeah. That they wanted this. Yeah. So don't ask me why, but that was their their thinking behind it, apparently. And And the rest is history? It is now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, one of the things that Funko apparently has never released is any other Super Mario Brothers franchise figures. Yeah, which is weird, isn't it? Because they've done, like, Spyro and uh, Crash Bandicoot and stuff. Yeah, but, I mean, one of the main issues behind something like that is getting the rights to actually use their imagery. And if they don't have the rights, then, well, it's basically a custom, isn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, they haven't actually been able to obtain the rights to that one yet, which is a bit of a shame and I think would make some really good figures. But So we'll see, maybe one day. There are quite a lot, I believe, of characters and uh, from films and games and music and stuff like that. They haven't been able to get the rights, I think, for the to use that person's image. Yeah, Tom Cruise, wasn't it? I don't know if you mm. read, but they made a load for... I think it was The Mummy. They made a load of Funko Pops for The Mummy film. One of, I don't know if it was the original one. And they did make one of Tom Cruise. That He made the figure and it's in a warehouse somewhere now, but he refused to let it be released because he doesn't mm. like people using his likeness. Yeah. So that must be worth thousands. <laughs> yeah, prob- very possibly. So if you actually. know where this, this yeah. you know, place is, yeah. let us know. And if you have a cray bar, then yeah, go down there <laughs> and find it for us. But <laughs> Personally, I'd rather shit in my hands and clap than yeah. have a Funko of that man, but, you know, each to their own. <laughs> yeah, and also, one of the uh, things that I find really fascinating about Funko Pops is that people uh, think that the heads have got things in because oh. they're... They're hollow, yeah, and um, it was actually TikTok where that rumour was first created. So thank you, TikTok, for all that really fucking weird stuff you come out with. For people over the age of 12, (laughs) TikTok is out of an online... You record yourself dancing, basically, I yeah. think is what it's uh... Yeah, I don't, I don't get it, I'm too yeah. old. Yeah, we're, we're ancient, you know, we're fossils, so we don't really understand these things. But... I much prefer the YouTube. <laughs> the YouTube, yep. or the Facebooks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or MySpace, if you, if you remember that. Yeah, God, that's going back. But yeah, the rumour was created on TikTok that actually Funkos have a brain. (laughs) (laughs) Or by the users of TikTok. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, presumably by people who don't have one. Yeah, so so people were actually taking apart Funko Pops and sawing their heads in half to find out what was in them. And there were claims, apparently, that these heads uh, contained plastic parts. So whatever that plastic part might be, nobody knows it might... I don't know, miniature, like, sex toy or something. Yeah, who knows? I don't know. But also someone said that there was sushi in there. Surely that smell after a while. You surely would, yeah, kind of smell the fishiness emanating from your Funko. (laughs) Unless it was a Courtney Love Funko, then that'd be perfectly normal. (laughs) Okay, uh, Courtney, if if you're listening, please don't sue us. That was an off-the-cuff witty comment and we didn't mean it. But anyway... I did. (laughs) She did, she did. (laughs) If you want to know her name... (laughs) Yeah. I will be posting it <laughs> along with this podcast. What I found, because, you know, you've done the important research, I've just done the silly stuff. And apparently, I can't find a source that backs this up, but I did read online that 
Funko were approached by um, one of the major porn industry people, and they wanted to produce Funko porn pops. <laughs> but that was turned down. But how absolutely funny would those Funko Pops be? They would be amazing. I mean, there is that Jurassic Park one, isn't there, of the, the doctor, Malcolm. what's his name? Dr. Malcolm. Ian Malcolm. Ian Malcolm, right. And he's laying with his shirt open, like the scene in the film. So he's laying with his shirt open, and that's a Funko that they've released. But he's supposed to be injured, but he just looks like he's being sexy. Yeah, he does. And I think that's as close to, you know, pornography as Funko is ever going to yeah. sort of get. So, yeah, maybe in the future. Funkos aside, I know Lego did. Um, well, they did. They didn't actually make it themselves, but there was a Lego strip club. Yeah. So you never know with these things. People have got too much time on their hands. Yeah, but if if you have made your own customs and they happen to be of a slightly adult nature, that's absolutely fine. Each send to them their in. Own. Yeah, send them to send them to us, please. <laughs> <laughs> we would be more than interested. So moving on to the sort of more individual Funkos that have been released. There's been some right weird ones, isn't there? Very very strange ones. The weirdest I think that I've ever found or ever seen is uh, the Laura Palmer from Twin Peaks and she's basically dead. Mm-hmm. She's wrapped in what looks like tape and there's kind of a clear plastic surrounding her head which is meant to be water because in Twin Peaks they find her dead in the water. And it is just so creepy. So that's fine, but porn stars <laughs> yeah. is a no-no. Dead bodies are absolutely fine, but if it's anything to do with genitals, <laughs> they really don't want to know. But I would, I don't think I could have that in the house. I must admit, it does look too creepy. And I really, I, unfortunately, I found Twin Peaks a bit boring. <laughs> I've never seen it. It was a bit of a cult series. And uh, I know there's a lot of people who like it. It kind of starts with the them finding Laura Palmer's body and it sort of then goes from there, you know, the actual backstory, perhaps why it happened in the first place. But I didn't really get into it, to be fair. Well, on the subject of dead bodies, I found a really weird one, but it's actually really awesome. I've never seen, really seen any Game of Thrones, but there is a Ned Stark that depicts him having his head cut off and his head actually detaches from the body. <laughs> I mean, it's worth a fortune, obviously, because it's quite a strange one. Mm. But, you know, so, yeah, yeah, another one of Funko that's (laughs) slightly inappropriate. Yeah, yeah, decapitation, yeah. Yeah. I would say is, yeah, on the uh, inappropriate side. But the coolest Funko, I I think, I mean, this is just personal opinion now, but I absolutely love the author H.P. Lovecraft, and he did, he was like the father, or the grandfather now, of um, horror writing. Okay. And he wrote a lot of stories that are rather more fantasy-based, and some of them are about witchcraft and all that kind of thing, and they're very atmospheric, and I have read quite a lot of them. I do really like him. There is a Funko, um, a few Funkos inspired by Cthulhu. Um, So what was that again? Cthulhu. (laughs) Cthulhu. (laughs) (laughs) And that is the more fantasy-based stories that he did. uh, There's several versions of that. And it kind of looks like a a bit of a a cross between octopus, a squid. A bit like the guy from uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, Davy Jones. Yeah, a little bit like that. Like his his face. (laughs) Yeah. 
And I actually have the black and white version because they, I think there's a few. There's a normal version and then I think there's one that's uh, glows in the dark or something and then the black and white. And the black and white one oh. for me was the best one because obviously H.B. Lovecraft came from a time, I think, when um, films would have been black and white and stuff like that and it kind of really represents the time period in which he wrote. But hold that thought. It's now time for a subliminal message. The coolest one I've seen um, is Mr Bean. It's the chase version and it's from the episode where he gets the turkey or the chicken stuck on his head. It's absolutely brilliant. I've got Mr Bean in his pyjamas, but the uh, turkey one is is probably about, I don't know, £60, something like that. But I would absolutely love it because it is so cool. And also, I've never seen the film Sharknado. I don't know if you have. I haven't. No, but I've seen the Funko that they made. It's brilliant. And they've got one that... So he's in like a... (laughs) A tornado and there's a shark, so there's a sharknado and he's got blood all around him. I just think it looks really, really cool. <laughs> yeah, they did um, recently release uh, along similar lines, Jaws eating the boat. Yes. Honestly, it's just so, I don't know, it's cute. But I mean, it's, it's meant to be frightening, isn't it? It's a shark eating a boat, but it just looks really cute. So if we move on now to um, the most expensive Funkos that have been on sale or uh, have actually been auctioned. The top three that have been actually for sale sort of recently. So we start with the third one. We'll work from top three. Countdown. Yeah. Do, so... do, 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 do. <laughs> Show my age. There's a Dumbo, a clown version of Dumbo, and it was actually released at the San Diego Comic-Con in 2013. And that one, it, uh, this is all UK pounds would uh, set you back five thousand seven hundred and eleven pounds that is insane <laughs> i don't know why anyone would want to pay. i mean i don't like disney particularly but i do really like that i like the dumbo ones and i have kept my eye uh, you know my eyes peeled to see if i could find one but there's a lot of dumbo ones for sale but they're sort of normal kind of just you know baby dumbo unfortunately that is probably a really difficult one to get there's also Game of Thrones, number two on our on our top three is Game of Thrones, San Diego Comic-Con 2013 again. Uh-huh. And that is the Jamie Lannister Freddy Funko edition. Oh, okay. That would set you back £7,156. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so the, the top expensive Funko is the Glow in the Dark, and I really love this one, Clockwork Orange, Alex DeLarge. And uh, this one, he doesn't have his cane. And it would set you back a grand total of £10,223. Oh, my God. It, yeah, it's, uh, it's unreal how much uh, some of them cost, actually. It's quite interesting where uh, Funko's morals lie, really, isn't it? <laughs> no porn, again, but you can have a man like... Um... 
like Alex DeLarge, because yeah. in the film he's uh, he's meant to be a bad boy. He's isn't a naughty he? boy. Yes. Um, so it seems to be, you know, sort of acceptable to make a Funko of what is actually a rapist. Yeah. yeah. Um. <laughs> so I'm waiting for the serial killers line, which will be absolutely <laughs> awesome. Like uh, Eileen Warnos. And yeah. Like... I would love an Eileen Warnos Funko pop, I have to say, though. Oh, my God. She could have like a little gun and everything. But that's really, it's massively inappropriate, isn't it? However... Yeah, that's terrible, Charles isn't Manson. it? Charles Manson. Yeah. I'm sure you, they would sell. They, they you could would make, really sell. You could make like a multi-pack of Charles Manson and the family. <laughs> <laughs> and you could have like a little rock, because uh, there's a picture of them when they, they were sat on a rock, and it's quite a famous picture. So you could have the little rock as well that you can set them all up to sit on it. A little cave. <laughs> the victim is sold separately. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, God, that is terrible. That's terrible. We don't mean it. But the most expensive ones that were ever sold were actually Stan Lee. Legend. Stan Lee of Marvel fame. Yep. And the Daddy uh, of Marvel. Yes, and they were metallic uh, renditions of him. I believe there was a silver one and a gold one. And after he died, they actually sold anywhere between £76,861 all the way up to £92,233. Why? So that's unbelievable, you really. You could buy a, house for that, a modest house for that. You could definitely put a, quite a large down payment on yeah. a house for that, couldn't you, really? But now moving on to the Guinness World Records. Oh, yes, the Guinness World Records, you know, they cover absolutely everything, like, you know, from the world's longest fart to... I don't know, whatever else. Most burgers. Most burgers. You're eating. Yeah. Most things stuffed up your so nose. All yeah. the important stuff. But the world record for the most Funkos owned is uh, 6,400. And that's Paul Scardino, which is an awesome name. Mm-hmm. But I don't know where he puts them because we've probably got a couple of hundred between us. And yeah. they're like stuffed everywhere, aren't they? Yeah. He must have a ma- massive house. He must have at least a couple of rooms in his house that are absolutely full. I mean, how many Funkos even are there, like different Funkos? I don't think there's a, there's a specific number out there because I did try and look at this online. So 6,400 must be, you know. I think there's, um, from what I gathered from uh, my research, there's about 20,000 different types of Funko product. So he's got, he hasn't even got half yet, uh, as far as I'm aware. So he needs he needs to keep buying. Just keep buying those. I wonder if they're all in pot protectors. <laughs> yes. Well, hopefully. <laughs> maybe. And that's what he's built his house out of. <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's, yeah, it's encased in a giant pot protector just yeah. to make sure they're okay. Okay, so we uh, move on just to the uh, rarest. Now, I found from having a look that some of the rarest are Chase versions. Mm. And that is because the numbers that they produce of those are extremely low. And I found out they can be as low as 48. What, in total? In total. So if you do get a Chase version, if you buy from Funko Europe and you get a Chase version, you're quite lucky, to be fair. And I know they are quite sought after. But not all Chases, are they? Because I've got a few Chases and there seem to be ten a penny. Mm. So I suppose it depends on which one it is. Yeah. Maybe if the actual Funko itself is worth quite a lot, then the Chase edition would be worth even more. Yeah, so it, it probably all just depends on the character. 
So that uh, concludes really the episode about uh, facts about fungos. But if you have any suggestions about the ones that you have that you think are the coolest or the weirdest, Mm -hmm. if you've ever bought a really expensive one or you have one that is very limited edition, then uh, let us know on social media. Or if you are, in fact, Paul Scardino, we want to know how you store your Funkos. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> we want to know whether your house is wrapped in a pot protector. We yeah. really do. <laughs> and obviously, if you're Courtney Love... Um, we are very sorry. We are very sorry. <laughs> Don't sue, please. <laughs> yeah. So quickly moving away from the <laughs> topic, we are just going to answer one question before we go. Yeah. And that's one we got on social media. So that is, uh, what's the best toy find that you've ever had? Oh, good question. Yeah, I mean, we've had quite a lot of toy finds in our time. You know, it is disappointing, though, when you buy a bundle of action figures, you get them, and there is one that you're really looking forward to getting, and unfortunately, it's a bit fucked, really. (laughs) Crotch damage. (laughs) Crotch damage. Yes, yeah, basically, it has a mechanism that doesn't work or whatever it might be. Or you think it's a vintage figure, but actually it's a more recent one. Yeah, um, I mean, there is a, a bit of an issue with sometimes how people advertise things. Yeah. And they advertise, you know, the keywords there, the clickbait is rare and vintage. Yeah. I know we have sometimes, you know, especially when we started um, running our business, we did kind of fall into the trap of thinking, oh, yeah, it's vintage. The only thing is I did once buy a doll. It was a real find. It was a 1960s doll. It was absolutely lovely. And the woman who had actually advertised it as vintage. And when I got it, there was absolutely no date on it whatsoever. So I... I really don't know how she established it was vintage. Maybe she just looked at it and it looked old. And so she jumped to the conclusion it was a vintage doll. So you have to be really careful with things like that. You know, the actual really good toy finds that we've had, the absolutely brilliant ones. The one I think uh, most recently for me is a bag of G1 My Little Ponies. Yes, we're very excited about them. Very excited about them because not only are they, uh, the majority of them, in absolutely pristine condition, but also they do have accessories with them and that is a real find because sometimes when kids they play with these toys they do lose the accessories they get mixed up in um you know their toy boxes which uh, that lot then gets sold and so you kind of end up with uh action figures or, or to- toys like that that um don't have any accessories but i was quite lucky i yeah. think with that one it's yeah. definitely a good find yeah definitely not as good as my find though go on then well online i saw advertised um, a vintage lego set and it was, uh, I think it was Town, Town Square, and it was one that you had to send away for through Weetabix um, in 1978. Yeah. And we valued it. Well, when it came, obviously, it was brand new in the box. Unfortunately, the lady had opened the box just to make sure the stuff was in there, which was a bit of a bit gutting, but it's probably worth around £1,000. Yeah, that's and that is a very conservative estimate because yeah. there's not very many of them. I think the last one sold six years ago. Yeah. That's how rare in they really condition. are in this condition. We have had um, people sort of contact us about it. Some people are saying, well, it's it's not mint. 
you know, and stuff like that. And they have kind of been quite critical about it because um, obviously they're trying to get it for a bit cheaper. But, you yeah. know, bless them for trying. I don't know whether back in the day they did uh, they did actually sell them without any poly bags because I they know started, they do now. Yeah, in yeah. the late 70s they started putting them in poly bags yeah. because apparently on the production line you know, things weren't getting put in and mm. there wasn't, you know, it was all just a bit of a mishmash and people mm-hmm. weren't getting the right amount of figure, um, of pieces even. But ours is 78, so it's... It's on that cusp, isn't it? It's on the cusp, it? so yeah. we're not sure if it would have come out through yeah. poly bags or not. And because there are not very many of them and there's not very many pictures of the box contents, it is very difficult to establish that. I suppose the only way of really establishing it would be to contact Lego, yeah. you know, and send them an email and just uh, just request that they uh, they come back to us with that answer. That is not a bad idea. Yeah, that is definitely definitely a good find though. Yeah. And you know, I mean, it was it was in that actually in the original box it was shipped in back in the seventies yeah. as well. So we have all that to go with it, uh, which is uh, absolutely you know fantastic, really. Yeah. Yeah, so that really concludes this uh, week's episode. Yes. And I uh, hope you enjoyed the few facts that we came out with about the most expensive and all those sorts of things. Yeah, keep sending in your questions because we love answering them. Yes, um, it doesn't matter whether you, you know, however silly or however serious they might be, it's okay. We'll answer whatever. Yes. As long as it's not about pornography, funkos or anything. Send those by private message. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and certainly without pictures, please. Yeah, no pictures. <laughs> yes, we don't want your sort of, you I, know. I don't care if your winky looks like a Funko Pop. I don't <laughs> want to see it. You know, like those those guys who dress up like My Little Ponies. They're called Bronies. Bronies. Yeah, maybe those uh, guys who dress up like Funko Pops for sort of a, a surprise <laughs> for a sexual kind of thrill, you know. And on that note. <laughs> I've been Jiffer. Um, and I've been Countess Retro as per normal. So uh, uh, we'll see you next time. We will see you next time. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening. If you have a question or a suggestion for a topic, we're at Instagram, which is Retrograde Tools and Collectibles. Twitter, which is Retrograde underscore TC. There's also our eBay shop, Retrograde Toys and Collectibles. So from me and Jiffer, it is goodbye until the next episode.